Welcome back to the podcast that rocks. Weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. Okay. Just so everyone's aware, <laughs> if I go silent or sound a little off, it's because I am not feeling well. It's... I don't think it's an asthma thing. I think it's something's going on with my chest or lungs or something. No, it's not COVID, but I do appreciate the concern if for all the snarky ones out there. Uh, it's just something to go off with my breathing. I don't know if it's a bad inhaler or whatnot, but my heart's fine. Don't have a fever. Don't have anything in my throat. Here's hoping that I actually am able to push through. If not, Gretchen's going to give her thoughts on just about everything, and I'll be going, uh-huh, uh-uh. Uh-huh. I'll do my best to ad-lib. There we go. Hello, everyone in the chat room on YouTube. Thank you for joining us on there. We already have a few people saying, hi, Luke. Hi, Gretchen. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you all who are listening on Spotify, Apple, Google, and whatever you might be listening to. It does help out a ton. So, if you notice the title of today's episode, If Aaron Lewis Was a Liberal, that's not just a phrase. It's not just something we're hypothetically talking about. That's a song. <laughs> It's unfortunately a song, uh, both oh, loud wire by, oh, I have them. Oh, oh Gretchen, I have them. It, maybe that's why there's a sharp pain in my chest every time I move a little bit. Um, I, I want to preface this first. I am glad that musicians like Aaron Lewis are able to give their political thoughts. Whether I disagree with them or not is not the point. I think politics do belong in movements such as music, especially rock. Without them, many movements in American history and world history would not have existed, and the music we love today would be nothing. Would be literally just be nothing but just bland emptiness. There is definitely a room for that. Both sides of the fence, both political spectrums. It doesn't have to be all raging into the machine. It can also be... Aaron Lewis. Now, for those unaware, Loudwire, Rockfeed, many other sites have posted the news that Aaron Lewis retooled his song, If I Was the Devil, his solo country song, into If I Was a Liberal. Get it? Well, he post someone posted his footage of him doing a solo show in New Hampshire into a conservative area there. In a non-social distancing crowd, boy, oh boy, the footage, the cell phone footage is just, ugh, ugh. Anyway, um, what you guys have to understand is this was to his own audience. This is the conservative crowd that is the country club conservative conservatives, not the South, which he does advertise to. This is the wealthy to-do conservative style that Aaron Lewis also preaches to. It's And how do you do that? You just say anti-liberal stuff and make fun of liberals. Well, that's enough for them. And I, that sounds like a shallow joke, but that's really it. So, as I try to share some of the music, I can't play the music because I'll get demonetized pretty quick. But it was a cell phone recording of his retooled version. And he's apparently going to start playing it at his dual shows with Sully Erna at those drive-in shows. Boy, oh boy, that's a mess. By, oh, by, by the way, um, there's already news that Iowa is having massive spikes after, and uniquely after their driving show. Not to say that that's the re main reason, but it definitely contributes. So Iowa's not doing well. If, I'm under, if I understand, Iowa has more cases than California now. 
What? The red states are racking them up. And states like California and New York, the most populated states, had the most, but they're dropping down now because they took such precaution over so long. Mm. I mean, Florida's still king, but states that you would not imagine are really doing a bad job. Like, it's it's kind of horrific. Um, we'll, get into, we'll get into more of that later to the non-music stuff. But I'm going to go over some of the lyrics, and I'll try to flash them on screen just so that way you can get what I'm going with. I have railed against Aaron Lewis as a writer for many a years, and I have had many people come at me venomously saying he is a poet, he is a wordsmith, and I have broken down how his writing structure, his scheme, he is not a good writer at all. He can't. It, it's not even just wow. subjective Call at points. Out. It's, I've posted this on videos. I've said this many times. He is a bad writer. I like he just relies on such such the same basic stuff over and over again. So as I try to find the right stream. So from taken from the song, if I was the devil, he rephrased it as if I was a liberal. If I was a liberal, I'd find a way somehow to make man think he created God and not the other way around. And what you see on TV will seem like the gospel truth. And I make rights look so wrong, I'd make wrong look so cool. Hey, anything to keep you on my level, if I was a liberal. Uh. And I'm flashing the lyrics on screen, courtesy of Loudwire. And if I was a liberal, everyone would just see color. And I'd take all religions and I'd turn them against each other. I'd sit back and I'd love it. I'd watch you fuel the hate. I'd watch fires on the evening news and let you fan the flames. Hey, anything to keep you out of heaven, if I was a liberal. And I'd just keep on doing what I'm doing. What I'm doing sure is working out. Right there. Who's defending that as good writing? Who is still defending? Okay, sorry, sorry. What I'm doing sure is working out. And if you don't believe me, I could prove it. Hey, all you need to do is look around. Yeah, I'd be thinking things just can't get better if I was a liberal. If I was a liberal, when all is said and done, I'd be the coward that I am, and I'd tuck my tail and run. I'd hide out in the darkness I'm destined to regret. Because if I was a liberal, hell, I'd be scared to death. Aaron Lewis, 2020. Aaron Lewis, 2020. So, I don't like to brag that I've been calling this for years, but is this more proof that this is his, this is his mic drop against liberals? And again, I will not get on the side of the fence, which I think is right or wrong. I still think he has the right to get political in his music. I'm glad he does. This song sucks. It's not even funny. It barely makes sense. No. This is more drunk ramblings from Krabby Uncle Aaron. And that's what it is. Krabby Uncle Aaron is going off the rails. And the cell phone footage, man, I can't stress this enough. There are like grown men sitting in collared shirts around these nice tables at what looks like a social distance country club on a makeshift stage with Aaron Lewis solo. 
there's like grown man going, woo, yeah, that's right, because he's taken down the liberals. It's just so weird. And he has an audience. He does. He totally does. Don't ever quote that. Don't ever misquote that. I'm aware he has a die-hard fan base. You will never hear me say no one's showing up to his shows. I know they are. I was there front row. Gretchen was like with me too. I was so close to that stained reunion show. Their first show back in 20, 2019 that literally no one was closer than me. I was in the photo pits, touching the stage, looking up at them. Crabby Uncle Aaron doesn't care and Crabby Uncle Aaron doesn't have it anymore. I don't know how else to tell it to you. And if you want to make an argument about Stain, the other guys in Stain, go ahead. I'll support that, too. And you won't ever hear me argue that Aaron Lewis doesn't have skill. He's a great guitarist. That's it. Yes, there was a dog barking. Ivan doesn't like Crabby Uncle Aaron either in the chat room. Sorry. I don't blame blame him. I think last week he also barked in during Aaron Lewis and Salerna. So clearly, he doesn't understand what's going on. Uh, Guys, I flashed the lyrics on screen. The the song itself is just in the tune of his song, If I Were the Devil. It's that twangy fake, tw- that fake twang from Aaron Lewis t- with an acoustic guitar. And just hearing, like, grown men going, whoo, yeah, that's right, in the crowd. <laughs> and, that's, and that's it. It's, it's shocking. And I hope that Solierna doesn't have to be on stage with him while he does that at a drive-in show. Because... Oh my gosh, that's ugh! Can you imagine getting COVID listening to that? Ugh. Oh god! <laughs> ugh! So when did you catch it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> let me sing you a song and let me set the mood for you. Oh, that's a mood. <laughs> oh man! And those like again, I'm not going to flash the lyrics on screen again for those who are like listening. I read them off. Loudwire has them. Just type in "If I Were a Liberal." or If I Was a Liberal by Aaron Lewis, it'll pull right up. Oh, it's so bad. This proves that he is not a writer. He is bad. He doesn't know how rhyming schemes. He reviews the same phrase over and over again. And someone who does have problems with writing, like, or not so much writing, but when I speak, I'll say the same words or phrases over and over again because they get stuck in my head. That's this mm-hmm. guy's problem. I can call it because I have the same issue. This guy has it bad. <laughs> Aaron Wells, but were they feeling those lighters? This crowd was not a lighter crowd. This was, everyone was sitting down around tables. Some of them weren't even facing the stage. It's, the the cell phone footage is worth seeing just for that too. But, oh man, it's, oh, crabby Uncle Aaron is really going off the rails. I don't know what he's going to do after this election. Mm. Man, oh man. I mean, the election's going to be close no matter what. Boy, oh boy, if you thought he's going to, he's either going to be real happy and start making political albums or be really upset and be insufferable with complaining. If you (laughs) thought Aaron Lewis was whiny before, go, my gosh. (sighs) So that's what's going on with Aaron Lewis. Again, I'm sorry if I freaked anyone out with reading those lyrics, but you all needed to hear him. So moving on from Aaron Lewis, because you're welcome. Why wouldn't I want to move on? We move on to some news that officially broke this afternoon. However, we got word and we had kind of already had a feeling that this was going on in the world of rock. Five Finger Death Punch guitarist Jason Hook has officially left the band. And press releases were sent this afternoon from publicists for Five Finger Death Punch. 
Now, Gretchen and I saw the news thanks to Rockfeed and a video from Jason Hook's honeymoon. Jason Hook mm-hmm. recorded it himself, just get making a statement to his fans. And first of all, we'll go about his own recorded statement from the honeymoon in a second. I'm going to let Gretchen read the actual official cleaned up statement from the publicist and the quoted statement written out from Jason Hook sent out to everyone um, publicly and just so that way Jason Hook gets everything out from him. So to sum up really quick, TLDR, Jason Hook is officially out of Five Figure Death Punch as we were figure- we figured out many months ago. Yeah. Gretchen, if you can please read the official statement from Jason Hook that has been sent from the publicists. Is this the thing you sent me? It is on Facebook. In yes. the excerpt? Okay. Yeah. It says, of course, right as my mouth got dry. You're fine. <laughs> I have had the pleasure of meeting so many of you in person. Thank you for the endless stories of how our music has touched your heart in some way. But the best part of being on tour the last 12 years, by far, has been playing my guitar and seeing the joy on your faces every night. I will miss that more than anything. As far as the reason I'm leaving, well, there really isn't just one. I've been in bands my entire life, and I feel like I've done all the good that I can here. It's time to pass the baton and move on to new challenges. Now, that is a very cleaned up, fair, mm-hmm. balanced, even tone statement. And it's very, not like professional, but I would say it's very nicely stated. And yeah. there's one phrase that he speaks on. There's not just one reason. There's a lot of reasons. Now, mm-hmm. we're going to jump back to this past weekend where the video was posted from Jason Hook from his cell phone. During his honeymoon, yeah. where Jason is in a hot tub with his new wife, just giving a six-minute speech Whew, on why so on why he's leaving. This is on Rockfeed, by the way. I'll post a link on GetRock.net when talking about this. So if you st- if you follow my socials at Rocknet on Twitter and Facebook, it'll link to the actual podcast post with all the links I'm talking about. Jason Hook was clearly inebriated for a few days. He's celebrating. He's engaged. You can tell the man's not stupid frat boy drunk. He's in that consistent drinking every hour drunk. Yep. Like just steady buzz, living the life. He's celebrating. He's happy. Six minutes of him rambling and repeating the same information. It's so long. It's long. And there's a few key notes that I want to post out. Number one, at least until this statement came out today, he was under a gag order. And that's what he worded it as himself. Mm -hmm. He was not allowed to say specifically that he was done or not at that point. That screams he's not on the best of terms. This was not a happy coincidence that he just decided to part ways. And it's been kind of in the works for a while. He's had problems with some of the band members for quite a bit. Um, there's a good. There's a reason why we say I, Ivan the dog is a good Ivan. And yes, yeah, exactly. Um, Jason Hook would then go on after saying he was under gag order. He addressed all the rumors as all. I just want to say that I'm under gag order about all the rumors of you know what, and. I'll just want to say that I am so excited about all the future projects that I have working coming up. So, does that mean he'll be a solo artist? Does that mean he'll be in another band? I don't know. 
He is another example that I've said for years. He is one of the other reasons why Five Finger Death Punch is the perfect example of wasted potential. They have talent, and they don't excel with it. They don't do anything with it. So it'll be interesting to see what Jason Hook does after this. Because he said he has a lot of projects lined up. He's very excited. He's doing it because he loves to be a musician. And that's a good attitude. Keep in mind, mm-hmm. when he says that in the video, he is clearly wasted. It's because he says it three or four times. Yes. But I, I really don't know if I recommend watching the video. Because watch the Rockfeed sum up um, that was on October 11th. And I'll link to it also. But man, oh man. Oh, like he's celebrating. I know he's probably not in the best mindset to make statements like that. But man, oh man, Five Finger Death Punch, not being able to tour and losing a key music guitarist like that, that's a big one-two hit for the group. Because mm-hmm. Five Finger Death Punch relies on their Monster Energy fans. There's no nice way to say it, and they can't get that. I don't know how well the album is selling, but I know their singles that, they ha- that were hitting number one and being promoted are no longer mm-hmm. charting anywhere close. So mm-hmm. that new album, Fate, or F8, whatever you want to call it, is already kind of in the background. That was pre-pandemic, too. Weird to think that it came out in 2020. Yeah. That al- Their latest album did come out in 2020, guys. So Yeah, it was February, wasn't it? It was. And Jason- I don't remember January or February at this point. Oh, well. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it was part of 2020 just because of everything. Things happened in 2020. <clears throat> It before the pandemic, we had some time. So, all I can say is I do want to see what Jason Hook does next. Because it's worth pointing out the last time someone left Five Figure Death Punch, they decided they could, they said they could never play music anymore. Drummer Jeremy Spencer, he then went to become a police officer. Then he stopped he doing that. I don't. I was about to say, is he even doing that? If I'm correct, he's not a, a police officer anymore, and now he started his own band, Psychosexual, which is, which, I was is say, which is just weird. Which is worse than Five Finger Death Punch <laughs> by a long shot. So, and Jeremy Spencer is a good drummer too. Yeah. No arguing that. So I don't know what that deal is. But I am interested to see what where Jason Hook goes from here. I truly am. So, who knows what's next? I will let me try to pull up the other press the press release email that I was sent because uh, I want to read the other statements because there were two other statements and one of them was from Ivan. This was the only quote from Ivan in the email. It's not as professional. Quote. I just congratulated Jason on his recent wedding, and I hope he finds peace and happiness. As for us, I'm really excited to keep working with Andy, and I just can't wait for this COVID madness to be over so we can get back on the, out on the road. That's it. That's the quote. Wait, who's that from? Ivan Moody. <sighs> he barely even mentions Jason. It's just more to promote the rest of the band. More proof that, yeah, it's not the best of terms, and... Man, oh man. Um, like, the wheels aren't coming off the five-finger death punch train. Or the car, whatever you want to call it. But man, oh man, it's just another big hit. So, bleh. 
Mm-hmm. It'll be when he said that he was under gag order. Gretchen and I both knew. Yep, something's yeah. really bad up because we had the we had the clues that like he wasn't in the mu- latest music yeah. videos, and you didn't see him with other pictures and stuff. So yeah, that's it's kind of obvious. Well, and who is the new guitarist? Let me pull up his name found? for you. That is a good question. They have a new guitarist. Da da da. Renowned British virtuoso Andy James. They found him on YouTube, correct? I believe so, yes. And he is a very skilled guitarist. He is not a slouch, not a nobody. That's how they found their new drummer, too. If I'm I'm correct, yes. And that's not a bad idea. No. I mean, mean, it's pretty awesome to to give these extremely talented musicians. I mean, they have um, a platform, and you know they're good, so why wouldn't they want to work with them? I mean... Howard Jones is working with Jared Dines now, and they're going to be putting out music together. And Jared Dines is an amazing guitarist with millions of subscribers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it took like these YouTube musicians work. I would put more of my bass stuff online if I felt more confident in playing more bass. I've been playing bass every day since quarantine started. This is the most I've ever played bass consistently. My skills mm-hmm. improved. I'm not yet ready to start playing on Twitch though. Sorry. Maybe someday. <laughs> Maybe in 2021, I'll start a Twitch channel. It'll be music and a little bit of gaming, but. Until then, it would be cool. I would like to play around with the idea, but until then, not for a while, definitely not 2020. So, moving on, just some other news for you, all you virtual concert fans for your live streams. Metallica is doing their own live acoustic set. Will be a live pay-per-view from their headquarters in the Bay Area. The events will benefit the bands All Within My Hands charity. It's a live acoustic show. You can buy a ticket from NotFest.com. That's where the link is, and it's going to go from Metallica's main website. I'm just leading the press release from NotFest. So all proceeds go to their own charity. It'll be acoustic sh- acoustic set. You can watch it on pay-per-view and in demand for that weekend. There are merch bundles. So if you want more Metallica, they're doing their own special thing, and I think that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Along with Metallica, Pucifer has announced they're doing a live stream pay-per-view, Major James Keenan's third band, with the announcement on the same day as their album release for Existential Reckoning, that will be a exciting, weird show. I mean, Pucifer is art rock in its purest form, and Maynard does not go half-hearted on anything. So these live, this live stream pay-per-view will be something very unique, I'm willing to bet. And that'll be the new album, it'll be other songs... And Mater James Keenan will definitely have some surprises if I'm willing to bet. That'll be run mm-hmm. by DWP. You can find ticket information with DWP and also on Pucifer's main site. If you go to getrock.net, I actually have links to everything and two of the songs that will be featured on the new album. So that's something cool to see as well. So there are some good things happening, not just if Aaron Lewis was a liberal and Jason Hook leaving Five Finger Death Punch. There's actual good news. Um, I also wanted to point out that one thing that was kind of hinted at that Gretchen was super excited for, and I'm curious to see when it's going to happen, is Ghost announced Papa said there will be a new Ghost album coming sooner than later. (laughs) I'm quite ecstatic. I want to hear another Papa Emeritus IV, if I'm correct. That'll be his title. Yes. So no more Cardinal Copia, Papa Emeritus IV, (laughs) but the same character technically it is the same oh, yeah. person yeah, it's the same, yeah it's still cardi but yeah. just 
promoted. Exactly. So that'll be very exciting to hear. They've been working on, again, they they timed everything to the letter. They stopped oh their God. touring and canceled all, like, planned 2020 off in its own self when mm-hmm. they did that in like, their last show in Mexico. And then they said, you know what? If we're going to stop touring, everyone should stop touring. <laughs> everyone. No one else is. <laughs> so... And that's pretty cool. I'm, I don't know. It, Gretchen saw it was the winter, and that's what I saw also. No hard date yet. I still don't know. I'm not convinced it's going to be 2020, but even so. I've if it's, seen both. Yeah. But, I've seen both, like, late winter 2020. The majority are saying, like, early, early and 20, that's winter what I'm, and 2021. That's, and that's what I'm banking on also, early 2021. Got, right. And I am fine with that because it's already October 13th. If it comes out in only four months, that's fine with yeah. me. I could totally go for New Ghost. Everyone, like people that have been following my mm-hmm. channel for a while, Prickel was my favorite album that year in 2018. So I am totally for New Ghost. I think that'll help 20, mm-hmm. kick 2021 off really well. Want oh to see God, what they're so doing exciting. with that. So that's something to look forward to. Someone also just said in the chat, I'm going to bring this up too. Mastodon is also in the studio. They've been in the studio for a while. They were planning on having their new album come out this year, but COVID and everything kind of put the kibosh on that hopefully 2021 mastodon is one of another band that's not doing the best right now all those guys have families and stuff they're running really low on funds they relied on the road too and mastodon Mm -hmm. is a grammy winning multi selling millions of albums around the world so if they're feeling it think about how all these other bands are feeling it right now as well yeah and someone also, Gretchen, I'll appreciate this. Someone in the chat just said, Ghosts were great last year at Sonic Temple. Gretchen and I were there. Oh my God, they were so good. I shot the show. I got some decent pictures of like of the set at Sonic Temple. Gretchen loved it too. Gretchen got good photos as well. So yeah. Yeah, we, from the crowd. Yeah, we loved it. So um, moving on from that, so there are some new things. Let's go into the Billboard Mainstream Top 3 because not too much of a change up. However, I will want to point it out because a lot of you do care about that stuff. <laughs> on Billboard's mainstream hot rock, hot mainstream rock tracks for this week, coming in at number three is "Patience" by Chris Cornell, which is a great song. Coming in at number two, raising up a no- notch, is Corey Taylor's "Black Eyes Blue." So he's getting close to another number one song. And number one for another week in a row is "Dangerous" by Seether, which is still dominating radio, Sirius, and FM, and. Again, I don't hate Seether. This is not the best Seether song, and I think it needs to start fading down. Just, mm-hmm. I, it's just not their best. That's just me. It's not bad. It's just not their best. And FM it's and not bad. It's just boring. It's and FM and Sirius forcing it almost every forty-five yeah. minutes or so is not helping. No, it's like I said to you the other day, yesterday. Wow, I don't know my days anymore. Um, I, j- I really liked it and enjoyed it at first, but they just keep playing it so much now that, I don't know, it just, it, it just sounds like, I don't know, like background noise. It does. It like, it becomes, you can't focus on it after 60 yeah. seconds in. And that's kind of like, a there's nothing exciting that changes in it. It's all just the same flat line type of sound. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Okay. Someone just had a, asked a good question in the chat. What is Seether's best then? Well, I mean, if you go back to Disclaimer, huh. Disclaimer 2, that's where a lot of their great stuff is. They hit the they hit the ground running with their debuts, and, and that was great. Also, they had really mm-hmm. good stuff on Poison the Parish in 2017. That's where I mm-hmm. felt Seether was trying a few different things. It was a long album, like 15 songs, 
And it had their standard huh. Seether Fair, but they also had great songs on there that were a little bit different. That was them, mm-hmm. I felt, when they actually tried to do some different stuff, and it worked really well. But there was a long decade of nothing for Seether <laughs> between all that. So yeah. that's just me. Again, I've said it before in Rock Coliseum videos. I've said it in my album reviews for Seether. I've interviewed two of the band members from Seether. I don't hate mm-hmm. Seether by any means. It's just... Eh. Is, that's the best way I could say it. Eh. It's just when radio starts to overplay. It's like they find a group of like five songs that they uh, fall in love with and they just like rotate them out. Yeah. And, and, and we've, I've talked about this many times and dissected it. Bill, not just Billboard, but FM radio specifically mm-hmm. loves their staple rock bands for the past 10 years. As soon as those yeah. bands put something new out, they will play them to death. Regardless yeah. if they're good or not, and they will make sure other new bands don't get spotlight because they have to play any oh, yeah. new Seether, Breaking Benjamin, Three Days Grace, yeah. any of those bands uh, get automatic attention no matter what. Yep. And whether you like those bands or not, that's fine. They get preferential treatment by FM because they are the safe mainstream bet. Mm-hmm. No matter what. And, and I mean, I love all those bands. I really love Three Days Grace. I mm-hmm. love Breaking Benjamin. But they certainly do uh, grasp at certain songs and they just play it over and over again. And it's like, dude, that came out like 10 years ago. Can you try something new? I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I still like that song, but come on. Right. And yeah. moving on from before I get on my big billboard mainstream rant again. Yeah. Uh in today's You Idiot in Rock, this is kind of what sometimes I wish I had someone like set up some voice cues for me, like the radio shows and stuff like that. Someone do a big vo- booming voice over of You Idiot. Something dumb uh, like that. Because the only one I have right now downloaded, I could get more, is of the Price is Right losing horn that I love. Um, David Crosby, of one of the best guitarists you could ever imagine in folk rock and things like that, he made a bit of a gafoof as Gretchen would say. Uh-oh. Bit of a kafoof. Um, last week, on Tuesday, a week ago today, Eddie Van Halen died. Massive loss for the world of music. Not just rock or metal. All music. David Crosby was asked what his thoughts on Eddie Van Halen, to which David Crosby went, meh. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> meh. Wait, did he actually say that? M-E-H. No! Oh my god. Meh. So. Uh, uh, later on, David Crosby uh, clarified saying, I'm sorry, I forgot that he had just passed away. Oh my god. So this is the case where you're already uh, standing in your own grave and then someone hands you a shovel and tells you to dig deeper. Oh my god, or just to put the dirt back over you, like... Or just hit yourself in the head with the shovel and let someone else bury you. Yeah, (laughs) um, all this... All of this was on Twitter. Um, Someone pointed out maybe David Crosby was really high because he's David Crosby. (laughs) But uh, my argument is there were plenty of high people on that Tuesday, and they were able to respect Eddie Van Halen. So, uh, to which I say, if there was ever a you idiot soundbite I needed to have recorded, 
and make it big and bassy and dominating, I would hit that button and go, David Crosby, you idiot. Something like that. Man, oh man. Uh, And I think part of it's because, like, maybe he thinks... Jimi Hendrix was a better guitarist or something like that. Blabbermouth talked about it. Some other sites covered it. Man, oh man. David Crosby, what are you doing? You know better than that. And even if you would have said meh and you didn't know he had already died or you actually did forget forget he died, don't make your excuse, sorry, I forgot he just died. I was about to say, come up with something else. Like, oh God. Oh man, yeah. So that was all updated. Yeah. Man, oh man. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> Meh. Oh my god. You can do better, David Crosby. <laughs> no joke. Uh, so, that being said, that's most of the news coming up for this week. I will give a little bit of a spoiler, however, since we have a few minutes left. Upcoming in the next few days is the next episode of How Did I Miss This? Where all the patrons on Patreon vote on albums that I've missed over the past quarter to cover in short, condensed album reviews. And one of the more topical ones will be on Machine Gun Kelly's Tickets to My Downfall. Everyone has had an opinion on this. That's heard it. Everyone has an opinion on Machine Gun Kelly. He was dropped so bad by Eminem's beef that he changed genres. That's the joke. Well, here's the thing. And this is my opinion. Everyone's been reviewing this album. Needle Drop did it. Mark from Spectrum Pulse covered it. John from ARTV covered it. If I'm correct, Crash will be covering it on a Fimi. I will be covering it this week. I'll give my very brief thoughts, and I'll let you have the full dissect, but I'll give that little spoiler for all of you listening to the podcast right now. Guys, it's not the worst thing ever. There is much worse pop punk out there than what Machine Gun Kelly put out in 2020. I don't I don't love it. I don't even particularly like it. But guys, it's really not that bad. Also, he had a lot of help. Travis Barker from Blink-182, his work is all over this album and it shows. And that helps bring everything up a bit. Mm-hmm. So that's where I stand right now. That's my brief thoughts on that one. Also on the album on the uh how did I miss this? I will be covering the Killers new album, Amaranth. 10 years who else static x the return of static x i should say and oh man this is where my brain always blanks out because i got five out of six shame on me man i tried to remember it from my memory but i'm not feeling my best i'll blame it on that machine gun kelly and from ashes to new so those six will be covered i have to say this is a unique one because there were a lot of albums with big names that I just could not cover due to time. And I still did a decent amount of album reviews. Um, this past summer and then in September has been the best growth I've ever had for my channel. And now in the last two weeks, my channel sunk really bad. Like YouTube stopped pushing my stuff again. So my views are kind of in the toilet. So the reason I say that, if you like a, ch- a video on the main channel, any video, no matter what it is, Consider leaving a comment, liking it, and sharing it on social media. You'd be surprised how much that really does help trigger the algorithm again. It could be any mm-hmm. video, old or new. I just posted um, one video last week about 10 artists who hate their own albums. So if you like that one, consider sharing it out. 
All I can say is, you know, anything helps. And that goes for all your favorite YouTube channels too. If you like a video on YouTube, I mean, you really enjoyed it, hit the like button and leave a comment. That helps more than you can ever really understand because that's huge for the algorithm. And if you share it on social media, then the YouTube algorithm real like can fish that out and see that it was shared by the link. And that way it'll give it like a plus one in the rating for the algorithm and stuff like that. So anything you do for any channel, any video you like on YouTube, that helps a ton. Thank you for the super chat, JT. Um, JT loves code. Lyoko says early voting starts now in Texas. Show up Texas. So yes, I will definitely support that in Texas. Texas has some crazy voting standards as well. Like where, like actual voting locations, you got to put in work sometimes for depending on where you vote in different states. It's worth it to vote. Vote early if you can. I voted early the last few elections. It saves you hours if you vote early. It's the difference between waiting 15 to 20 minutes in line and three hours in line. Get it done if you can. Just look up where your polling location is, where your voting location is, and then look up the hours and see when you can do it. The earlier, the better. If you can vote in person, vote in person. If you have to mail it in, mail it in. And I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I just want you to vote. We want better representation from the full population. That being said, one little bit of not music news. Thank you again for the super chat. I do appreciate that. Um, Gretchen and I were able to be together this past weekend. We had a social distancing uh, getaway vacation. We wanted to do it safe and not go anywhere too crazy. We wanted we got we rented a little cabin in the Smoky Mountains. Beautiful cabin. We loved it. We loved just hanging out together. Um, we went to Gatlinburg, and we did not realize Gatlinburg was the family fun center cap- capital of the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. Oh my gosh! Every like we turned right off our little mountain path from the cabins on a on one of the main roads. Every putt putt go kart, uh, laser tag, family dinner theater place you could ever imagine was there. Oh, and like at night, everything was lit up like crazy. Like individual roller coaster sites, like just like in the middle of outlet malls and stuff. It was wild, and I was like, Gretchen, this is why you wanted to come here. Yeah, that, no, that was that was not. Yeah, that's re- not Gretchen's <laughs> style at all. That was like, dang, especially in especially in a pandemic, and that's no. what's kind of the bummer too. Um, if you're in Tennessee in the United States, wear a mask because most Please? of you because most of you clearly are not. Oh, it's God. not even close. When I say the red states are not doing well with COVID, yeah, we see that now. I mean, it uh-huh. was it was it was less than fifty percent of people wearing masks. I'm sure it was like. And I'm being 20? I'm being generous. It was less than fifty, by far. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> and also, when we got back yesterday, the mayor of one of the Tennessee cities died from COVID. Yep. <laughs> please yep. wear a mask. Please, guys, wear a mask. Please, please, please. Also, we just got another super chat. Thank you very much, Rockin' Movies with Tyler. Speaking of Jared Dines and Howard Jones, I was at that pop show from the tour Trivium, Avatar, and Light. The torch were on. Was a good show. Sad I missed that later act. Hey, uh, Tyler, I shot that show. I was totally there, too. I was shooting Avatar. And I saw Jared Dines in the photo pitches having fun. I just like kind of waved high. But yeah, I was at that show in St. Louis also, or uh, in Sauge, Illinois, just literally one minute outside of St. Louis city limits in Illinois. 
Great, huh. great tour. Trivium and Avatar and Light the Tour. It's great. Great. Oh, no joke. That was at the very, that was like November, December of 2018. Ugh. And I went to shoot Avatar. I was asked to shoot Avatar. I was like, "Great, you got it." So that was a lot of I was fun. Say, I don't think I knew Avatar at that time. Right, you I were knew Trivium. But exactly, you knew Avatar. Trivium, but yeah, you weren't introduced to Avatar until Sonic Temple, and then I showed you. Right, like, yeah, Avatar is worth checking out. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, that sounds like a good tour. <laughs> thank you for the super chat, Tyler. So hopefully we'll start getting more tour news again. I know some stuff is popping up for plans in Europe in early 2021. I saw one super show in Spain, not a festival, but it's going to be Iron Maiden with like being supported by Within Temptation and Avatar. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I can't go, but man, that's killer. I was about to say, can we book a flight? Uh, Yeah, I don't know Spanish well enough. I'm sorry. Uh, But... I know, right. But I will say that's promising because there are countries in Europe that are doing much better, and that's going to show that concerts can come back. I mean, in Australia and New Zealand, COVID's not even an issue anymore, really. So tours are going to start coming up over there. So here's hoping the U.S. can get their act together. It may not happen until after the election, but hopefully we can get it together. I speak for everyone pretty much saying we want tours and music back because that's how bands make money. And when bands start going on tour again, they'll start releasing their music again. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last week. Think how many albums have been shelved and are just being held like under lock and key until the band can promote them on the road. Anthrax, Weezer, The Pretty Reckless, things like that. So it's if we want tours back, we want mm-hmm. the new music, start wearing a mask. That's it. That's really it. So, that being said, I think we'll start wrapping things up. Please check out Gretchen's channel, too, if you're into Stitch Fix. She has a new video about that, just with fashion stuff. She also has a lot of other things coming up with piercing and tattoo care, and many, many other cool videos coming. Please subscribe. Like the Gatlinburg vlog. We'll have a Gatlinburg vlog. You'll get to see the cabin and our view from the cabin and things like that. We had a lot of fun. Um, Also... Keep please subscribe to the main channel. Get ready for that. How did I miss this? Just as a special heads up as well, because you guys listen, we will be having a Rock Coliseum live stream later this month. I'll make the official announcement of the date and time probably this week. But yes, do expect Rock Coliseum this month. We've been looking forward to it. We'll have a lot of fun. Thank you guys again. We really do appreciate you checking this podcast out, especially if you're doing it live in the YouTube stream. Thank you anyway, though, if you listen on Spotify or Spreaker or Stitcher, wherever you check it out, anything helps. Please spread the word. Tell your friends if they're into music like this, just for music updates and things like that, for rock and metal, alternative, whatever. This is just something fun for us to do, a little bit more laid back. Sorry I read um, Aaron Lewis lyrics to everyone to start the show, but you had to know what was detailed in that. Hoy. (laughs) If I was a liberal... It's pretty much the tune, so I'm not not joking. So thank you guys again as we start to fade away. Gretchen, is there anything you would like to close with? No. After Tennessee, after seeing less than 50% of people wearing a mask in a very congested area, you realized, man, some people just, it's just not, people just don't care. That's really what it is. Some people do not care. I was about to say, it's not even a comprehending thing. It's a, I don't care thing. Yeah, it's it's defiance. It's they don't want to make yeah. the statement of admitting that they have to wear a mask. So mm-hmm. to everyone listening, please wear a mask. Please get ready to vote. I don't. It doesn't matter to me who you vote for. I just want you to vote. Please make your voice heard. 
count for your population and make your voice heard. It's easy. It's free. Just try to vote early. Look up information. It's all there online for you. Thank you guys again. We will see you next week. Please continue to support the stream, support the video, support the channels. We really do appreciate it. Bye, everybody.